but he could not escape reality is perception with a weak stomach bubbling uneasy like the bowels of hell Boo. enough to make a black ghost turn pale yeah Another epi from Cushion Coffee Podcast, man. Today we got my man Nino LaFleur in the building, boy. Yay. What's up, my boy? What's up with you, man? What's happening? How you feeling, man? Good, dog. I'm chilling. You yeah. know what I mean? Life. Another great day. I know you woke up this morning, so I can't complain. You know what I'm saying? Man, complaining is not the way, man. I'm telling you, you don't get nothing by complaining. You got to manifest what you want. Right. Positivity is going to come to you. Yeah, what's up with you, man? Man, I'm chilling, bro. You feel me? Just, just loving life. You know what I'm saying? Making shit happen day by day. You know? Yeah. I ordered that coffee, so we should be getting that coffee soon. Coffee's on the way. Well, let me get a lighter from you. Yeah, I got you. Let me get a lighter so I can spark up the brothers broadleaf. Yeah, you brought some of those over, man. Speak about that before we get more low in, in tune with you, man. Yeah, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm finna roll up. Uh, I, well, I already rolled up the Paxton Pearl, you know what I'm saying? But I gave you a couple of the duds there, you feel me? Does boys, you feel me? But awesome bro- duds. Yeah, but the brothers broadleaf is just like a can of sore leaf. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. And everybody who didn't bought a five pack of woods and tired of that trash experience, go ahead and get you a brothers. They like that. So what's up with you, man? Nino LaFleur, bro. How'd you get that? How'd you come up with that whole thing? How'd you get in this weed game? So okay, so look, um, the weed game, man. That 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 came to me. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, you know. I was I was brought in by the elders. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And then I just kept it pushing, bro. You feel me? Once the elders bring you in, you gotta just keep going. From from that from that moment on, I, I knew I was gonna go strong with the weed. You feel me? Twenty eighteen. How how young were you when you got introduced to weed? Man, super young. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like um, one of my granny friends used to have me like scoring weed for her, like type shit. She put me on. Show me how to measure the shit. You say you got any friends? On my life. That's Miss, fire. Miss Sadie, she crazy. Man, I still be asking to smoke her joint with my grandma to this day. I think my granny, like, she been kind of curious over the last year, but she she not going to smoke. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just not going to happen. She don't think of it the same way we do. Not only that, but she quit smoking cigarettes. So what's she going to pick weed up for? Yeah, yeah, So I started when I was, like, 11. Damn. I was smoking blunts. Like, fuck it. We smoked. First time, shout out to my uncle Jesse. I think it was like four and a half blunts. Low key, low key ratting on him right now, but damn. <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right. I mean, I had been smoking before that, but like I was talking about like selling it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. He was uh he smoked with me, man. He fucking he kept on asking me. I was like, fuck it, let's go. And we went to go high four and a half blunts in the basement. I was fucked up. And it comes from the old school days, dog. We rode four fat ass Phillies. You know what I'm saying? Damn, not the Phillies. Yeah, the Philly joints, the fucking the guards, the real fucking guards. You guys got cigarellos. You guys were born. I mean, did you? Did you I'm pretty. No, no, I, I I came through those days too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, I used to smoke the banana Phillies. The banana minis used to be my shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so you, yeah. you came in when the cigarellos got introduced. I think maybe. Seven nah, years they, they had both. So uh, the the regular Phillies had that little tip. Yeah, that fucking raw, that, that, that rounded ass tip. tip. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. They had them both, bro. Like I, I used to rock with both of them, but 
you you know I came in as a legit, so I ain't had no money at first. So yeah, like yeah. the the big boy Phillies, them costed big boy money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the little minis, that's that's where we was at. You know what I'm saying? So scoring above for your grandma, what that got you? You got high, took a little weed for yourself or something? Oh, yeah, not my granny, her friend. Like, she the one who put me on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, she, I, I was already getting high at that time, if I'm being honest. But, like, she put me on to selling it, like, as far as, like, getting a little you bread. Regular hustle and shit. Yeah, and I wasn't even selling to, like, my peer group. I was selling to, like, old people. So, like, all the people in my in my granny building serving it. Yeah. <sighs> So how did everything come about for this Nino LaFleur identity uh, you got going on right now, man? This kind of kind of sewer fucking. Man, fun. they just always really called me Nino since I was a, like a little baby, and then LaFleur, like you know, it just came because Gucci Mane LaFleur. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my favorite rapper. Boom, put the two together, we got Nino LaFleur. You know, and then like me myself, I always like cartoons, so yeah. I always said like if I got in this game, I was gonna make myself into a cartoon as much as I could. In every cartoon I want to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would voice over a cartoon character. I, I really would, like, type shit, so. Man, I've been thinking about getting into that shit lately. Man, voiceovers. Do it, man. Because like, I'll be just doing. some animation shit. That Bro, shit like, so hard. <laughs> the other day I got it, like, so character the other day because we, we were playing this game sequence. So I fucking started acting like a... Like I was a German Nazi, something. Give me the sequence to the number. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Start yeah, coming yeah, up with yeah. some crazy ass fucking. And my cousin started laughing, dog. And it was just funny as hell, dog. Just coming up with like different var- variations of voices, like <laughs> analogs and shit, that dialogues. No, for real. Like you got to think about like some of these motherfuckers be doing like three, four characters or, or like five, six characters in an episode or, you know, like I always think back like Mike Myers and Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. You know, every every Austin Powers movie, he was more characters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> different character, different acting. No, for real, for real. It's like him is Austin Powers and Dr. Evil in the first one. Or just like old the school. The second Eddie. one, Fat Bastard. The uh, third uh, one, Gold Member and Fat Bastard uh, and Dr. Evil and Austin. And he fucking killed it, though. You know what I'm saying? Can no, you for ma- real. Can you imagine how tired he was doing all this fucking... Uh, think about it. Like, the same thing with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say him, Eddie Murphy, too. Crazy. Fucking Nutty Professor. No, that for shit, real. That shit was like, classic, though. Like, everybody. Like, <laughs> whole family. <laughs> what was that fucking movie, uh... Goldfinger was it? No, no, not no, with the Eddie Murphy movie. It was like uh, something finger. Oh, you talking about Bowfinger with Steve Martin, yeah, bro? Oh my life, that's one of my favorite movies. And he himself <laughs> and his yeah, brother. His yes. brother, yeah, he's got like a twin brother and shit. That's yes, that's a that's great. another good one. Yeah, man. And I think that just like just show your real talent, like. And not only that, but like it's more fun, yeah. you know, to be like different characters. Even in Wayne's world, you know what I'm saying? Like Mike Myers always been one of those ones who would just come with like different and weird characters to like play with. So I was uh, listening to Joe Rogan's podcast today, and Quentin Tarantino was talking about like acting and shit like that, mm-hmm. and how and Joe Rogan said he how he played that role in uh, Dustin Dom and and, and like the psycho uh, schizophrenic yeah, like, man, killer, the brother, bro, yeah. that was weird. He's like Clooney he, brother, yeah. yeah. He was like just chilling there, fucking on the bed with that girl, and he just fucking shows the next clip, like just fucking murdered her. You know what I'm saying? Like, what and the he fuck was, did you and do? He was being super weird, like he really. Leaned into that character. There's been a few Quentin Tarantino characters that made me question, like, bro, like, he. Bro, he, <laughs> the motherfuckers, I mean, he got, like, a little weird look, too, and it, like. No, for real. Bro, and then he, uh, that movie, ever seen that movie, uh, Once yeah. Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. Honestly, that's, it's not one of my favorite movies, but, like, I've picked up, like, 
Basically, uh, it's these moccasins that Brad Pitt had on in that movie. <laughs> as soon as I seen them, bitch, I'm like, I want those. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, I'm sure. I searched the internet for them. And, Did you get them? Hell yeah. I got yeah that's fire. <laughs> fucking, uh, and he talked about, um, I guess that scene at the end when fucking Brad Pitt was fucking beating the fuck out of those. You know how the people came yeah. while he was tripping on ass of this shit? Yeah. And they came to fucking kill him or whatever the fuck. And I guess uh, that was supposed to be like the girls for the Manson. Charlie's Manson. I didn't yep, know that yep. shit. I got all into that. I really movie. didn't like how they play with that. Honestly, I feel like he only have a few films left. Quentin Tarantino's my favorite director. Yeah, he's got way. one left. He's got he got one left. I feel like that was a waste. Uh, Hollywood. Yeah. See, after, I, especially after we got shit like Django, you know, the Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight was so crazy. Both yeah, of those was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then he did that. It was like, eh, I kind of I could have left that and got something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think it was just like. You should have just left it a, like a, a stage. I like the Bruce Lee parts of it, though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Like Bruce Lee was in it. They, there was heavy controversy about that. Hey, man. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they have more controversy behind them doing the Manson family shit, though. Either way, you're gonna have controversy if you do cool shit, so it don't matter. So the dude, Tom O'Neill, that did like a special on fucking the Charles Manson, did you, have you ever heard of him? No. Nah. He's Tom O'Neill. He did like uh, the investigations for. Um, Charles Manson and that whole deal. And I guess supposedly like the CIA had like these programs going on back in the early sixties and fifties, bro. And like where they would give experiments. Yeah. Yeah. Give you fucking LSD. And it's just to see how you act in society. You know what I'm saying? And they they like, he got it back to files where Charles Manson would get arrested dog. And that's real, real. And then we'll get released. You know what I'm saying? And he would have connection with certain individuals that were high individuals. And it was just kind of weird that that shit happened like the way it happened <coughs> to portray him to be that way. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's weird that they was really giving out LSD like that. Like anybody who had like some letterhead that basically looked a little official to say like, oh, send me some of that. And that that stuff is super powerful. Like even a little bit of it go a long way. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, damn. We got to get into some heavy shit. Man. The, we always gonna get into some heavy said shit. The I'm smoking some heavy shit. You, you should hit this. I ain't gonna lie to you. This is the shit right here. What you what you say this was? That's that watermelon screamer from Three Trees. Shout out to Three Trees. If you in Chicago, you know Three Trees got that fuego. Stop playing. So he said the whole reason behind that program, okay, was against the fight against the hippies because they were going for peace and they were winning the protest type shit. So they basically wanted to use LSD as a mind control drug to make people militarize. So that instead of going for peace, they'll go for war. But yeah. it backfired on their ass, and the hippies unleashed LSD to the general public and freed people's minds in the 60s. Damn. Free. That's heavy. Yeah. That's heavy. That's heavy, bro. They, they, it backfired on them for real, for real. Yeah. They thought they were going to have some mind control with that, but it, it really freed the mind. I'm telling you. Freed it. Because no, they found out what it was, and they're like, "Holy shit!" Oh this shit! Capone, we, yeah, this, we got to put the cat back on the oh, bottle. Holy, you can't now. It's like now everybody now everybody's in a big spiritual like growth. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, it's, yeah. it's beautiful to see too. Because the more people, I mean, I heard about the I heard about the bus. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to live in the Bay Area, so I, I heard tales of the bus. Motherfuckers would come around with the bus and be like, "Do you want to try LSD?" No shit. Yeah, yeah, in the Bay. I swear, you can ask the old heads about that one. This was fire. Yeah, that watermelon screamer. I'm I'm trying to get him to uh, work with me on this one. You know what I'm saying? We could do a little <laughs> collaboration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit smacking. I'm telling you, it's that thing. 
Where they be growing out of, you know? Nah. I don't I don't know that I don't know their growth practices. I do know that they grow clean. Yeah, this is good. I do know that they grow clean and they grow their own. You understand me? So that's that's Chicago home grown. Man, I met this young I met this brother before he came on the podcast. He was in Denver, Colorado Springs. And I, I met him in the fucking chat room, bro. Like uh in okay. a clubhouse chat room when everybody was oh, locked man, down. Clubhouse was lit. I, was, I couldn't was, really get it. Like I used to be on there listening, but I ain't never really want to talk. It was too much weird stuff going yeah, on yeah. for me at that time. Like my exes used to be on there just trying to go in chat rooms. I was in. it was weird. Yeah, it was just to go here and then other bitches being there too, like the ones you be smashed or some shit. But something weird. Yeah, just some weird shit. Yeah, I'm trying to just be in there and trying to like hear you. Bro, it was a bunch of little kids. Like you gotta raise your like. Raise your hand and we'll be able to let you get on the stage or some shit like that. Like, what the hell? This shit's crazy as hell. Like, who makes you who you are? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's for a, real. It's a platform. That shit was crazy. This shit goes on. But I ended up meeting some people just listening to, like, small cultivation groups and shit. I met this homie, uh, Sleep. No Sleep. No Sleep? Yeah, yeah Sleep. Sleep Yareem, I think his name was. And, uh... I met this brother, man. We flew out and checked him out, dog. And he fucking brought some clean ass bud through, dog. Like he talked about, like all the soil and shit. He got deep and heavy into it. Right. He talks about he used naturally organic waters. You know what I'm saying? He was he was all about like not growing the the quantity. He was growing like the best buds type yeah. of shit. And it was like pretty cool how he broke it down, dog. <coughs> I, I love to always hear like people who are growing for like quality over quantity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went, dog, it was some clean-ass bud, bro. Like, he brought some over. And uh, I was like, because I wanted to get curious on how much, of, like, a whole strand would cost and shit. We yeah. talked about that shit, too. And he, he talked to good, some good numbers, man, compared from what I hear from over here, you know. And, um, man, but just the strand, bro. Like, it was just fucking clean as fuck. Yeah, man. I ain't going to lie. I, I really have fallen in love with that watermelon screaming. Like... <coughs> I did a Three Trees review earlier this year, and I was like, damn, that's the one. And I kind of, like, always think about it. Yeah. I ain't going to lie to you. It's like that. So how you how you be uh, getting connected? How's the networking after you started this Nino LaFleur and everything, man? What? So the networking really kicked off for your boy when I was in the Bay Area, and I went to a cannabis college. Yeah, yeah. I went to Oaksterdam University. Yeah, yeah, talk like, about that. Like, big shout out to Oaksterdam, you know what I'm saying? Dale Jones and, and Jeff, you feel me? But um, basically how that all kicked off, I had went on a horrible Vegas trip. This is like 2017, right? Because yep. I think I seen a, a yeah, yeah. couple pictures I was going through your Instagram. Yeah, you already out. know, gang. So 2017 is actually when the, the, the horrible trip that I'm talking about happened. I went to Vegas uh, for the Floyd Mayweather fight against McGregor. I don't know if you remember that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, um... It is that made up fight, <laughs> man. But basically, I end up losing like a lot of money. We just gonna say it lightly like that. I lost a lot of money, and I came back to Oakland, kind of like down on my luck, on Greyhound. Yeah. And the Greyhound station is like right up the street from Oaksterdam, so I just walked in there. I was like, man, if it's any way I could go to Oaksterdam University, you know, let me know how I could do this. And um, the 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 uh. So real front, quick, before you get into ahead. that. Before you get in that, what is Oaksterdam? Oaksterdam University is a cannabis college, and they have, like, I don't know, various cannabis courses. They are the first cannabis college in the United States. Cannabis college. And it's existed since 2007. 
That's fire as hell. Crazy. But go, go ahead, bro. All right. So I walk in there and I basically just ask, you know, the, the front desk attendant, like, you know, is there any way I could attend a school? She gives me this piece of paper, like there's a scholarship. And they just so happen to have an African American scholarship. Um, needless to say, we gonna just shorten this up. I wrote one of the coldest essays of all time. Yeah, yeah. You know, being the wordsmith that I am. And uh the rest is history. Got that scholarship. I was out here when I got it too. So I had the decision, like, you know, keep work security with my cousin. Cause life is going good at this time. Like yeah, I'm working yeah. security with my cousin, Deontay, SOS, like just going great. Like, and he's doing high name security. I don't want to talk too much about that, but yeah, like yeah. everything is going great. You feel me? Um, and cause like basically we sit down and he like, you know, what you want to do? You want to stay here? Like do this? Like, you know, you good either way. You might as well just go out there and try it. You can always come back and do this. Yeah. And um, needless to say, I just hopped on that plane. Uh, went 2018, graduated, did the uh, internship. After the internship, you know, it was like a big gap in like finishing the school and finding work in the industry. Yeah. That was a huge gap when I got there. When I got done, that was no longer a gap, okay? That's how much I changed shit. When I finished, I went to the San Francisco Success Center. Shout out to Miss Angela White, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, shout out to Miss Angela White. Literally, I call her my cannabis job agent. If I went back to the Bay right now, I promise you she'll find me a job in cannabis straight like that. No shit. Straight like that. Straight like that. Kind of like cannabis job, like no. in, like for like a dispensary or something like that? Or just what, what do I, whatever I wanted to do in, in the industry. I mean, so many jobs. Yeah, yeah. But skip to the point, you know what I'm saying? Miss Angela White, they were having a cannabis job fair at the San Francisco Success Center. You already know your boy told his whole class. We all go up there. Majority of us got jobs in the industry that day. No shit. That day. I started working at the Apothecarium like very shortly after. One of the most prestigious shops. I mean, everybody know the Apothecarium. They, yeah. they popular as hell. That's my, that was my first real dispensary job. So that's where I got a lot of my formal training. That's why I'm super consultant based. And they know everything, all the insides. Yeah. 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 And then from there, I got the dream job working at Harborside. So you already know that was super. So good. what were you doing at the first uh, job you got? So as at the apothecarium, basically we're all just like consulting. You know what I'm saying? I was buds in it, but at, at that level, you're a consultant because there's like a menu. People come up. You, a lot of times you would have these like long discussions with people about cannabis and cannabis products and how it can help them, and you know. So in the university, you learned like all the fucking thing about all the bud, everything from the inside yes. out, basically the strand, how to break I it down. I took a horticulture certification class yeah. where we basically grew plants from seed all the way to harvest. And then I took uh, a cannabis certification class, which teaches you like the whole ins and outs of cannabis businesses and how they're run, started, you know, the whole nine. No shit. Yeah. So you can literally probably grow some plants too, right? Oh yeah, I have. Have, have you? I'm just gonna I just don't that. I just don't have the time like I used to. You know we're, what I'm saying? Big, big shout out to my best friend Richie because Richie is the grower. I'm the shower, straight yeah, like yeah. that. So, but we're allowed to in Illinois, right? Like it's yeah. I got medical, so I'm allowed to grow like what five plants. Yeah, yeah, that's fire. There's just no time. I'm not home enough. Yeah. Man, just think of fucking weeds coming a long way, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like some fucking man, bro. 
being from growing up in the 90s, bro, you get arrested for that shit now. It's just, like, legal, like... I mean, even when I was, like, in the early 2000s, it was just super illegal, bro. Like, everybody <laughs> got to just think, like, okay, we just talk about 2017, 2018. When I left, it was super illegal. That 420, I remember, like, not really having no weed. Like, oh, I'm going to just go over here to the gas station, grab some weed from yeah. where go over here, you feel me? Like, get some bloods, go back to the crib. They had whooped on all of them. Like, they had them all locking them up on 420. Like, you know they finna be right here selling weed. Yeah, you know? all they, day. They, like, free score. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Get everybody. No, and I was just so hurt because, like, man, how was I going to get some weed down? No, everybody's down. <laughs> Fucking weed dealers got them. They got all the weed dealers. Took them all down at once, too. So after working through the industry, man, climbing up, like, what was your biggest job after uh, being in the industry? Um... Biggest job, I don't know about my biggest job, man. Or what kind of opened more doors for you after you like getting? I don't know about my biggest, but I'll tell you one of my dopest jobs was definitely working. Um, damn, bro, I'm gonna just say it was working at Harborside. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like, that was like a dream come true for me, bro. Harborside? Like, yes, just because, like, if you know Steven D'Angelo, you know. No, that's like the father of cannabis type shit. Cannabis manifesto, all that. Whether you really rock with him or not, you know what I'm saying? He still got a big impact on this game. Yeah. And I like used to sell weed, like, you know, trapping. Yeah, yeah. And watch this show called Weed Wars. A lot of people don't even remember this shit existed. No, I don't even think so. This was like in the early two thousands too. Weed Wars. You can look it up on YouTube right now. The first episode probably will still pop up. But this show is like basically showing a dispensary happening right in front of your eyes. Like, that shit used to trip me out. I used to basically say, like, I was going to do that one day. And then to turn around, like, and do it was kind of, like, surreal. To say the video may not be appropriate for certain users. I mean, you got to be a certain age, man. That just means you got to sign in, bro. I'm already signed in, bro. Oh, damn. Like, what the hell? Flags. Flag <laughs> on the play. Oh, you can't come in and see this one. They said you are not old enough. Oh, wait. You should have went back and said, I understand. And wish to proceed. There you go. Damn, they got to add that on YouTube now? Yeah, I guess so. That's crazy. That's kind of good. I mean, you know, for for parents. Yeah. This shit for real? Yeah, this for real. I used to be watching this shit like super in tune, and then to end up like turn around one day working at that motherfucker is a trip. And end up knowing a lot of people from the show, like in real life, like fuck the show, like them oh, actually shit. actually know Steve, actually you know what I'm saying, meeting Andrew. You know, Terry, you know, Lil Steve from the show. All these people, it's just crazy. You know, all these motherfuckers. Yeah. And they all like dope people, like, you know what I'm saying? What like, year was this? This show? Yeah, bro. I want to say like 2007, five. I don't know, bro. I think I remember this shit. 
I remember that dude. Yes, bro. So I used to watch this shit and be like, man, I'm going to do this one day. Isn't that the dude you just shouted out? Didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Right? Jesus. I mean, certain people feel certain ways about him, but like, he definitely one of those reasons why I got in this game, for sure. Him and, him and like, it's, it's like obviously other people like that inspire me towards Kansas. Man, this is fucking sweet. So being around all these people, man, learning all the ins and outs of the industry, I fuck, dude, it's probably soaking up all the cannabis industry and knowledge crazy. and shit, right? So many people and so many, like, just, like, what's crazy to me is like, everybody that I knew to him was just, you know, forming all these relationships to see where they are now. Yeah. A lot of them are just super huge in the industry, it's crazy. So did you did you kind of like knew that Nino the Flair was gonna be like a cannabis like enthusiast and uh, you know what I'm saying? Like oh yeah, I knew. I definitely knew. Is that why you created it? Like while you're going in through the industry? A hundred percent. I knew that's what we was gonna do. Just for the simple fact that like I really wanted to show my entire experience at Oaksterdam for real, for real. Like I thought that was gonna, you know, be some life changing shit. Yeah. Let me go grab this coffee. Oh yeah, go ahead and grab the coffee real quick. Coffee break. You know, sometimes you got to get some coffee to go with the kush. And sometimes you got to go live. Sometimes you got to go live, baby. We live. The Cushion Coffee Podcast. We right back on there. Bangers. Bangers. We live. Podcast status. You feel me? I decided to go live just because we doing a, a podcast and also because you feel me. Went to go get the coffee, you know. You got to keep the show rolling. Keep the show going. You feel me? Bow. Bow. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell y'all. Um, Smoke Brothers Brawley, stop smoking backwoods. If you smoke backwoods, you don't even want to know what'll happen if you smoke backwoods. Nikki, what's good? What's really popping? Nikki, that's my dog. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. That's like my brother. You feel me? Tag team off the ropes. You feel me? Hey, but y'all want to know some of the best, uh, like, wrestling finishing moves? You feel me? Y'all could throw some of y'all favorite finishers in the uh, comments. But real shit, though, one of my, some of my favorite finishing moves, one, the Stone Cold Stunner. Two, the Rock Bottom. Three, the Pedigree. And then it's going to be some weird ones, like 
the five star frog splash. You feel? I mean, the shooting star press and a, and a, uh, and a, uh, yeah, the five star frog splash. You feel me? Stop playing. I might even throw the crippler cross face in there. That boy said, I don't know anything about wrestling. Then, then why you say that? You ain't have to say that. You could have just not said that. Who said that? My boy Nikki. He stay wearing some wrestling shit. He's lying. He know hella wrestling. Uh, he know more about wrestling than he me. He just want attention. He he know more <laughs> about wrestling than me and you. What up, though? Okay, the coffee is here. The coffee is here. We got coffee. Getting back into your whole the reason. Got like, kush. Got kush, coffee. Now you know it's cushion coffee. Let's go. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna post up in here. You gotta here. take it out your case. It fits perfectly. Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. It's all brokey. Don't worry, man. It's all good. Bam. I don't even know if y'all can still hear me though. I think they can. I think the people can still hear. If you can. Broadleaf this year, straight like that. Ooh. Packs and pearls. Let me see what, what's up, what's going on. Oh over yeah, here. so th them them the thing. Them the them These the, the same bros. Yeah, them the same brothers. But that's like the that's that exclusive pack. That's that you feel me. That's that that's that prestige. That's the guts of the last one. You just that you ain't even know. That's and then you could actually unwrap that. That's another leaf. That's no crazy. shit. I swear to God, they they be doing their thing. Yeah. Bam. So rocking with the the whole Nino LaFleur, bro. The whole character, the whole cartoon character. Oh yeah, I be and I got different ones. Like I don't know if y'all seen like the new, the new one. You feel me? The Nino Turner, man. Wait till I drop that shit on y'all last. The Nino Turner, you feel me? So I playing with the fairy wood, man. Yeah, we're gonna do something crazy. So were you promoting like the Nino the Flair while you're working and shit and uh, being a consultant and stuff like that? Or you were doing it like just going to weed and events and I guess it was just I don't know, it was like both. I guess like while I was at work, like people knew that I was like doing shit in the industry, you feel me? And then at the same time, like I was definitely getting shit popping at all events. Like sessions were the biggest thing when I was in the bay. And my favorite session all time. And I say this, even though they did not used to show me that much love, was Cloud Sesh. Like, in Oakland, Cloud Sesh was the shit. Like, if, if you don't know about Cloud Sesh, you, you lacking. For real? Hell yeah, that shit was crazy. Like, that's, either, it was either Cloud Sesh for me or Stony Steve's, but both of them was, was a hit. Not even gonna lie. Damn. 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 That's fire. Being around the fucking, the, the god of it all. Yeah, being just, in the just, just around just so many like yeah, yeah. Not and even just being him. everybody just and just like meeting everybody and the, too many. The, the the bonuses man to be now where you like just too many I'm telling you like how like the festivals and shit how, like you meet so many people right like I I just didn't, I just went to one the other day uh, yes uh, so look it. just to give you an idea like man one of the dopest experiences was like when um I met in Gaio from cooking on high. This is like a Netflix show I watched. Like it's called Cooking on High. Yeah, it's on yeah. Netflix and shit. And he was like one of the dudes. He had come out present the weed and shit. And like when I actually like met him and just you know we got real cool. Just had a good ass you know just relationship. 
man, I thought that was just one of the dopest things to me because, you know what I'm saying, it just showed me that, like, once you get in the industry, everybody's super accessible. Yeah, everybody's accessible. Yeah. Everybody, you get everybody access to everybody because. Literally, you see everybody at all times. Just like picking up the camera, dog, like, the strength of the camera, too, is just took, took me places, like, all over the fucking country, you know what I'm saying? Just Ima- and then imagine pictures. what you see from behind the lens that you wouldn't necessarily see. see yeah, exactly. Crazy. And it's just like, I'm just be chilling in some spots, like, damn, I'm over here in fucking Puerto Rico right now, just chilling, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? No, for real. And it's working, though, at the same time, though, you know what I'm saying? It's, but I'm here. It's just crazy as fuck, it'd be. Man, be super like time flies by so quick, man. So like, I know you ain't got no kids or anything like that. Nah. So what's what's your plans, man? Like as far as your game plan for everything that you got lined up. And, what you mean? Like as far as uh, the whole branding of Nino Lafleur. Oh man, I'm finna do a hella crazy ass merch drop. You know what I'm saying? Me and my partner was just talking about this shit. Literally, I'm finna do crazy ass merch drop. You know what I'm saying? I got like I said, I got this. I got another. You feel me? Uh, project that I'm finna drop, you feel me? Something crazy. As far as like weed, you yeah, know? yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's gonna be lit. Yeah, yeah. As a as a more clothing line, kind of like uh, it's just gonna be like, I don't know, merch. Like just, I I just I just want to say merch because whole time is, it might not necessarily be clothes. Like I might do another hat. I might do more clothes. Hey, I might do I, a hoodie. I, I, tell I you. might do like. You know what I, I'm saying? I was telling uh, the last dude, man, because I was telling I got I got like a cool. Because I was just in, in talks with with some people about energy drinks, about an energy drink. So crazy, man. Some dude randomly reached out to me the other day, dog. Like uh, he talked about uh, what the fuck was his name? It was about an infused drink. Talking about infused drinks, I guess he had a bunch of recipes and shit like that, and mm-hmm. they stole them from him signing the paperwork or some weird shit, bro. And he was from like the industry. I mean, that's a real thing. They really be doing that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of crazy. Be, people be weird about it. I ain't gonna lie. And a lot I, of people try yeah. to steal your swag. That's steal what I'm saying. Ideas, try you, to ever run with your with, shit. you ever deal with people like that in the industry? 100%. Yeah? 100%. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's a whole it's a whole bunch of people that already know they try to steal the sauce from me and other stuff. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's some out here. Yeah. And it's some it's some in the Bay. But it's people everywhere that know that they did suck shit and like, you feel me? Yeah. They try to they try to run off with the sauce or or they they play they play. That's, that's so crazy how people are like that, right? Like yeah, I mean, it'd be weird, but at the same time, I, I just still try to show genuine love. And honestly, at the point where I am in my life, yeah. I got forgiveness for everybody. Yeah, that ass. Like if you come to me and you like, man, forgive me, I'm I'm forgiving. Yeah, like, yeah. like that ass. That's how I want to live. As far as yeah, just moving through life, bro. That's just, how, that's just how I feel. Forward, like that ass. You are know what I'm saying? Are you sorry? You good? Cool. Yeah, talk, forward, fuck that shit. Yeah, because I'll be, I be talking to my family members too, bro, because uh, we're, we're all, like, separated and shit, so we, we be talking and shit, and that's why I be telling them, like, yo, if I'm coming around, bro, we good. Like, we moving forward, you know what I'm saying? No, for real, for real. Yeah, like, I got a rapid brain, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm I'm always the one that's like, man, let's move forward. Yeah, you got to, you know what I'm saying, in life. You know what I'm saying? So you ever uh, deal with some dark times in your life, man? Absolutely. Emotionally, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, it was yeah. super dark times when I first got back to Chicago, bro. Yeah, just for the simple fact that like COVID, you feel me? When I got back, it was November 2020, so they had shut the city back down. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, shit. yeah, it was crazy. And um, it took me hella long to get a job in the industry out here. Like everybody was like, "Go do this, go do that, just go get a job at Duncan." Just go, you feel me? Like, nah, that's not me, bro. Like, I I went to school for this shit. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can. 
I want to work in my industry type shit. Even if it's at the ground level, like I want to do what. So it's hard for you to find jobs anywhere, like in the industry at all, like any. Nah, like I would say, like I could get a job like that if I was in Cali. Yeah, but like out here, it took me a while, and and I'll say definitely there were some color barriers in the industry at first when I got out here. Like I would go to dispensaries, I wouldn't see nobody that was black. Yeah. So it's like it's Cali. Cali was built on this shit. So it's always Cali love. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Oh, absolutely. And you always see, you know, so many different ethnicities in Cali. Like it's always been a melting pot. So, bro, I met so many good souls in Cali. This recent visit to I went to Venice Beach and shit, man. And ran into some random individuals. I got some podcasts coming out too, man. Uh, everybody I met, I met a couple individuals, man. It was good spirits, bro. It's everybody smoked weed. You know what I'm man. saying? You know what's crazy about California? They call it being uh, California sober when you just smoke weed. Yeah, it's called a California sober? That's called yeah. California sober, I swear. Bro, I was out there like 6.30 in the morning with this dude, Daniel. I met randomly. He was sitting there drinking a cup of coffee and rolling a joint. So I was like, yo, can I join you? You know what I'm saying? But he thought I was in like smoking his weed. Yeah. I was like, nah, man, I am just want your company, bro. I got my own weed. He's like, oh, yeah, then come on, man. Yeah. We, we sat there and had a conversation. I went live with him, too. It was fucking awesome. That's dope. And then I ended up meeting a, a whole bunch of other souls on that whole that whole day, that last day, man. Just meeting new people. And you're going to meet a lot of people in Cali. And they always going to be, like, colorful people. Like, I'm telling you, like, one of the dopest parts about working in the industry when I was in Cali was, like, I would work around people that were super talented. Like, this girl is a songstress. You know, this person yeah. is a seamstress. This person works on cars. This person is in charge of art galleries. So much cool shit going on. It's just crazy. Oh, that's dope as hell. Yeah, yeah, that's how I be doing that. Yeah, that shit dope. So coming up on the, on the... Oh, shit, my sticker on the back of that bitch. That shit dope. <laughs> coming up back to the, to the dark times, man. How did you get through those times, man? Did you, like... Smoking weed. Did you talk to anybody? Playing video games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talk to my therapist. You have a therapist? Absolutely. Yeah, I suggest everybody have their own person they could talk to that's outside of their situation. Just get them some type of counselor. You feel me? It's really helpful. Yeah, yeah. speak on that. How they get you? Uh, help you get through it? Um, just like them giving me an outside perspective, some shit that I probably wouldn't have necessarily thought of because I'm in the heat at the moment. That that kind of helps. You feel me? Man, that's and then it. Um, also, I just had like dope people around me that just helped me through that shit. Like my cousin Deontay was super helpful through that shit. You feel me? Shout out to Tay, Mayor Tay. Shout out to you feel me, my cousin. Um, I also want to say like Jam, Jam man was pretty helpful through that shit. You feel me? Yeah. You know, I had some uh, also some other cool people around me just help me like through it. You feel me? But also having somebody outside of everything, your family, and Every friends, friends, everybody. That you could just talk to that's just like random that should be that's like super important fire yeah man it's, it's important to definitely talk to somebody like i always open up to my wife completely oh definitely. and then like uh my dad and this is crazy too because i kind of go through a situation sometimes and i'll be forgetting that my pops is still here you know what i'm saying and yeah. it's kind of like it's just a weird like kind of relationship and i kind of just thought about it the other day because uh like he was like real sick last year and almost like was looking real rough. You know what I'm saying? So things turned around fortunately. Good, that's and, great. Um, and I was just like, man, the other day I was just going through it and I realized, bro, I still got my dad. I could call my pops. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy that I, I, it took me so long. And it's to like a lot of people that definitely cannot say that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know? So it's like, uh, 
I was like, I t- told my wife that I was like, man, I just felt like and I went or I ranted to my dad basically about everything. And it felt good, man, because you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's kind of crazy that. I ain't gonna lie, the only person I really ran to about everything like that is my cousin, Jam, man. Me and Jam talk about damn near everything. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that's important, right, man? To, to oh, yeah. just be able to open up. And now I just, the founding of shrooms, you know what I'm saying, introduced to my life and spiritually, like, opened oh, up more. I, I just had, like, a week, like, a just straight week where I just kept doing mushrooms. Like, a whole week? Like, damn near. I'm not going to lie. I, I, like, can, I, can, I like doing it, like, one it's day. Only, it's only one person that knows. If you know, you know. Yeah, I, I like Straight doing, week, straight, damn near, like, every day, mushrooms. Like, how much, how, much, how much do you take a day? Like, an eighth or? I like, probably, like, a little less than a. Eighth, like what, maybe like gram, gram, a gram and a half or something. Yeah, like maybe like a couple of grammies or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely ate a bunch of mushrooms in like a, a span of a few days. What's your biggest trip you ever had? My biggest or best? Best trip or like 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 biggest trip? Like what's the most you ever consumed? I don't know, but I I loved I loved when I took acid in twenty twenty. And I watched the Midnight Gospel all the way through. That shit was crazy, though. Midnight Gospel? Yeah. On, on fucking acid? Yeah. I'm telling you, hey, if you never watched the Midnight Gospel, you got to watch it on acid. Straight like that. Midnight Gospel. How far did you ever go on acid? Like, um, like how long? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, like. It was like, this was probably like a nine-hour trip. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like straight nine hours. But right. like what what would be like my ideal? Yeah, like what was like a your twelve hour acid trip would be my ideal. Man. Like I wake up at eight and trip till like eight. There's nothing like tripping during the day. For sure. There's nothing like tripping during the so day. So maybe I wake up at like seven and then you can see meditation. everybody for who they are, dog. That shit's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Vibration seven, eat, of man. meditate, you know, have a little vibe first, acid, eight all the way to eight whole day yeah i had uh the most i ever ate of shrooms was like 17 grams damn and it was like the best fucking thing of my life it's like the best experience of my life i couldn't even do it yeah (laughs) 17 grams of mushrooms is not going down my my esophagus at one time yeah yeah it it was a it was a shake i could maybe do it I I, i blended it up Oh, so I, that's cold. <laughs> so I blended. I got a grinder over there. I blended that's the dust. That's cold. He blended it into a shake. He blended it into a shake. <laughs> Come on, man. That's crazy. Man, just to get it down. So That's the best way to do so it. I, there I'm was, not going to lie to you. I cannot eat mushrooms. Them just make me throw up. There is none. <laughs> they are so gross. Bro. They I, taste so bad. I got there in like eight minutes. <laughs> Damn. I ain't even bullshitting. It wasn't That's the fastest there. trip ever. <laughs> there was no get up. There was no walking. Just in get, it. it was just like a rocket strap up. You're gone. You're here. So my homeboy and my home, my other homeboys were already tripping. They took it like a, a whole like hour and a half before me. And they were kind of pissed because I didn't take it with them. I was like, bro, look, at, trust me. I'm going to catch up. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Bro, it, and I took off and I was gone, man. It was fucking, I was tripping hard Damn. for seven hours. Yeah. Like, completely uncomprehensible. You know what I'm saying? I'm dead. Like, <laughs> like down to a molecule, back to a, a physical form type shit. And then real quick, it felt like my soul and my body 
physical form finally came together type shit. Became one. Yeah, for the first time in 38 years. Damn. It was fucking That's how I felt when I did DMT. Yeah, yeah, that's what led me to take the 17 grams because I took DMT because I was curious. Fucking shout out Joe Rogan, but you know what I'm saying? Hey, big shout out to Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan Podcast. Yeah, for real. And uh, he's the reason why I started the fucking podcast and did DMT, you know what I'm saying? Just that's to, dope. Just hearing the conversations that the motherfuckers talk about, bro, and experiences, you know what I'm saying? I so, mean, man, it's, it's some real mind-bending stuff out here in this world, and, like, if you willing to open open your mind and expand your horizons, you can actually experience some really cool things. Bro, and I've been experiencing that shit lately in my life, like just understanding the bo- people's bodies and frequencies, man, uh, vibrations, bro. Absolutely. And it's, it's everything, you know what I'm saying? Cause you, you know can, how much vibrations literally like rule everything we do? Yeah. It, it's even down to like when we speak, those vibrations radiate out into the universe. People yes. think that words aren't things, but I like to always tell people words are things yes because it has a vibration yes you're sending it out to the universe yes you are that frequency yes yeah man that's what it's about too like understanding your frequency and your light and what you carry because oh uh, yeah you know what i'm saying because we as people i'm all big and heavy now like ever since i took that trip bro oh absolutely so it like the, even like the direction of the podcast kind of like you know what i'm saying yeah kind of shift it kind of you know what i'm saying so some people are just like i'm just like man this is no way in hell people are just lost it's like sometimes i wake up bro like thinking like what the fuck are we doing in life like you know what i'm saying we're supposed to man look i i think this all the time i was actually just speaking with my partner about this man in the kitchen like yeah. how basically we're all being distracted separated yeah. divided and then on top of that, we running around for a mediocre survival yep. while, while anything and everything is going on behind our backs. Yeah. You know, and under our noses. Just yeah. because we don't have the time to even pay attention to what's really going on. If one person out there could tell me they got the time to pay attention to what's really going on in the world and politics, then they got money. Bro, that's what I'm saying. And that could be that. And that's a problem because you got too much of it. Yeah, to, yeah. And you're not even willing to share. And that's another big thing. Like, it seems like anybody who gets to a point or, or a status of having automatically is just not willing to really do that give back. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody's just greedy, man. It's so crazy how this world is, bro. Like, what is the dollar, though? You know what I'm saying? What it what, Like, in, in reality, like, everybody's chasing. That's the, that's the crazy part. Man. You know what I'm saying? And We're like in a rat is, race. Is, that's why I said. They got us racing around, working extreme amounts of hours. hours. You got to look at other countries don't work as much or as long as us. No. Okay. They got like four-day work weeks. They ain't doing but like 30. You feel me? 25. Yeah. We doing 40-hour work weeks here. And it like it ain't nothing. And we don't even think anything of it. We actually admire the grind and the work and the overworking. You know, I oftentimes think about this, like how much of how much it deteriorates our bodies and minds and, and our health having to run around and, and do all so of these errands and all this, other all shit. of this other stuff, man. And and, you know, it's it's not good for us. It's not good for our mental or, or any of that, man. Yeah, 100 percent. Can't one person in the world say that they don't feel good when they go out to like nature, like to a beach or to like a, a forest or to like a just a mountain, just seeing a beautiful view. Just the vibrations that you get from that, man. The ground, you know what I'm saying? The electric, but like, 
get charged up from that, bro. But think about how much a city beats you down. The energy it sucks away from you. It's crazy. But people won't think like that. They just think well, like, They want the city life. They used to that. You know what I'm saying? Because they couldn't be out there in that country life. I mean, I ain't necessarily saying in that country life, but, like, why don't we unplug more? But people ain't. That, that's what I'm saying. That country life, bro. That's country life out there with no, no Wi-Fi, no electric. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not bonfire shit, like no TVs, no nothing. It's a whole generation that's not going to know what it's like to not have Wi-Fi. There's a whole generation now that don't believe in that we don't have Wi-Fi. I mean. Basically. Because, bro, like I talked to my kids and one time we still had the phone jack in that old school phone jack box that was still wired up that nobody used for right. forever. Right. But it was just still there, you know what I'm saying? And then she was like. What is that? I was I like, that's didn't even know what it was. Yeah, that's for my phone. She was probably like 10 years old, 7 years old. She's like 16, 17 now. But um, she's like, what is that? I was like, that's for our phone. She's like, what? And this is at 6 and 7. She's like, what do you mean? People don't have cell phones? I was like, no, that's not for your cell phone. It's for your house phone. She's like, what are you talking about, house Like, phone? how old was you when you got your first cell phone? Shit, I was like 22. See, man, I was like. I, I was back in the old days with okay. cricket. Or Boom, cricket and then days. I'm a generation younger, uh, like under you. So the whole time I got mine, I was like. So I was like. Thir- I want to say I was like 15, 13. I was like, no, I was like 13. Fucking the dot-com era. Can't I was like 13. I had a boost phone. Dot-com era happened in like 97, 98, right? I had a boost 90, phone in like 03. 90, so. 94, 96. Like that. floppy disk and all that crazy shit started coming out like heavy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dog, that's like fucking old. Damn. That's the that's that's like when I was I think I was like fucking fourteen, fifth, third, fourteen, fifteen. I think I was yeah, seventh, eighth grade. Eighth grade, I was eighth grade, so I was like fourteen going into fifteen. And that was like when fucking AOL was out. Like you yeah. got mail. So that was like fucking I'm thirty nine now, so I'm saying yeah. fourteen years ago. Yeah, so it's like when the technology shifted, you feel me? But when when Boost hit, that's when I had a phone. So I was like 13. It's like 2003. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't get a phone until I was like probably like 22. But I ain't going to lie. I had like other means of communication Next before that's when that. I got one. When like I, I had a pager before that. Yeah, pager, me too. So it's like. I didn't have the big baller. When, fucking you, when you get the pager? When I was like 14, 15. See? I had the two-way. Oh, you had got the two-way. Yeah. Oh, he was too crazy with yeah, it. Yeah, I was had the two-way. I was it was real nice in the streets that year. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> man. If you had a two-way, y'all don't even know. But yeah, if you had yeah. a two-way pager, you was heen. Uh, yeah, all because of fucking uh, you know, Jay Z put it out in the in the in the music video. So we we're like, what the fuck is that? Oh so yeah, that shit was crazy. The so little Motorola yeah, joints. Yeah, that's Motorola. Them bitches open. Man. And yeah, that, why my brother had got instant messages, brother. bro. That's all. My that brother shit. had two of them, so he had gave me one. You feel me? No shit. Yeah, I had a two way pager. I was a kid with a two way pager, so imagine that. Like, yeah, that shit was legit though. It was a little error, real quick. Was, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, it was an error. Yeah. I was like a little bow wow type. I ain't gonna lie to you. Chilling <laughs> with the little fucking beepers and shit. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the the whole character has been built in you all the way from the kid, huh? Hip hop, oh yeah, influence, man. crazy. Oh, oh big cannabis. Hip-hop. Big hip hop and cannabis influences way early on. Like before I could even understand, I was a stoner. I was a stoner, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like I would ask my mom to go see these movies, and she would just be like, "I swear he gonna smoke weed when he get older." Type shit. Like in two thousand, dude, where's my car? Came out. I was ten, bro. Oh, that shit was a good movie. Who, who would like as a kid be like, 
I want to go see this. This is the movie I want to go see. And then to go on, like, 2001, How High. I was like, I got to go see it. I'm yeah, How High was a good movie, too. And all of these movies I seen in theater as a kid. So I'm, like, 10 or 11. So it was, like, already, you know what I'm saying? How High was the closest thing to, like, Friday. Bro, and I had just watched How High the other day. And I'm, like, I'm basically silent. Yeah. Like, my whole life, like, type shit. I even be like, when I get off the phone, I'd be like, Paige. Yeah. I never even realized it was from how high the whole time. Though. Yeah, I'd be quoting that shit too. He's like, hey, I'm going to introduce you to my crew. This is my crew. All right. All right. <laughs> He's like, who's your crew? I'll fuck their crew up. He's like, no, crew, my <laughs> Like, crew, man, calm down. Like, <laughs> you got skills in it? <laughs> well, if you could do it, I, I could, could do, do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my life. That shit heavy. Yeah, bro. Hey, Dick Buckets. If you keep riding Dick Buckets here. <laughs> That's the part. Yeah, dog. He was like, yeah, he has a lousy toupee. <laughs> his has lousy perfume. Oh, that shit had me dead, bro. But my favorite part is when they walk into school and just start roasting a dean, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like watching this other show where the, like, the dean from How High is like the dad in SWAT. Everybody, if you ain't watched SWAT on Netflix, watch that shit. I, I know, like. I know a lot of us like fuck twelve, fuck the police, but at the same time, like SWAT, come on, man, stop yeah, playing. Yeah. They they crazy, bro. I I was thinking today of uh, you ever heard of that? Was lady that lady in I think it was L A. Maybe she taught the kids how to fucking rob banks based off like that movie set it off. Oh damn, that's hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was thinking like, damn. I want to be I want to be mad at that lady, but at the same time, I'm like, man, she kind of hard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like I was just like, what the hell? Like as far as like all the bank robbers, because I was listening to uh, a podcast the other day. He was talking about bank robbery in Oakland and in the Bay Area. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a real. Th- you, what are you talking about? Like Mac Dre and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally so, one of my favorite rappers. Literally like one of my my biggest inspirations as far as like all of that music shit go. No Cause, shit. Because I grew up between the Bay Area and Chicago, and Mac yeah. Dre is like. I don't want to say he like a god in the bay, but like he's well I, known. Though. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be wrong to damn near say that. Yeah, like I like a hundred percent love Mac Dre, and like as I got older, bro, people would start to say I looked like him a little bit. Psh, I went crazy with that shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. So I, it would and it, and it, it kind of like made me think like an eye of a criminal type shit, like of a bank robber. I was like, man, where do they get like their training from and shit? So I started thinking of all the fucking bank robbing movies and shit. Like, did these motherfuckers watch all these movies? And like, you gotta think that we watch all of that shit. Like yeah. in the hood, I call like, them gangster movies. Fucking but, Heat was a shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I call them gangster movies. Yeah, but, for sure. Like when they talk about it as a, excuse me, as a genre, they call them crime movies, bruh. <laughs> like, like straight up. Yeah, this I should be gangster. gangster. I call them gangster movies. But AMC they, be having that gangster week now where they show all the Godfathers and shit, the casino bruh, movies and bruh. shit. I watch casino after like if like any like it's certain movies that like I know women watch when they have a breakup. I feel like it's certain movies men should watch after they have a breakup. And the, casino is one of them. Why you say casino? Cause that whole everything he goes through with his girl, yeah, bro. And it from show, having everything to bro, fucking losing, it show her. you, it show you, like it just show you. Yeah, yeah, you feel me? You know, and like if you was paying attention, type shit, you feel me? You would have seen it coming, like like he did, type shit. You feel me? That's one. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That's why you're not supposed one. to trust no woman but your mama, man. Man, that's deep. That you is know what deep. I'm saying? But what if you can't even trust her? Who your mama? Yeah. That's because she was raised that way. I mean, 
Okay. And it goes deeper than your mama because if it's, you can't blame your mama, you got to get deeper to your roots and yeah, understand deep. where you come from. That's deep. Because there's somebody that fucked up first. That's deep. You know what I'm saying? So you can't blame it on your grandparents if your mama's fucked up. Damn. You know what I'm saying? You got to blame it on your grandparents' parents for not teaching them the right way. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I heard That's a quote the other day, too, about you as a parent. You know what I'm saying? If you spoil your kids, then guess what? You're going to be raising your grandkids. If you if you raise your kids right, you know what I'm saying? They'll raise their kids. But if not, you can raise your spoil the kids, give them everything they want. Guess what? You're going to be raising your grandkids, too, because... You're going to be doing, they're going to be able to do whatever they want because you're going to spoil them. Damn. It's kind of crazy, too, because I, I kind of thought of my one of my aunts, and she's kind of in that predicament right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I told her that the other day. I was like, damn. I kinda Man, parenting is just a tricky business, man. Like, you could do everything, and then they still turn out to be like, fuck you, dad. I hate you. I'm out of here. I'm going to do drugs. I'm going to like, you come think, on. You think bro. so? I do, bro. Because like, it's like a, it's like a, like a switch. Yeah. It might not happen. It happens between, I want to say 13 and 18. It, it, honestly, that buck up happens a little quicker in dudes. And sometimes you can catch it and be like, no, this isn't the way. Like I got you. But yeah, that's, that's the importance of like having conversations though with your kids. I'm telling you, bro, like. And it's just like, I, I, I take a, a lot of reflection on like how I did that shit as a father, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, am I going to be open and introduce them to like the different, like not, not introduce them to drugs, but like just let them know what kind of drugs are out there. Like you got to stay away from, you know what I'm saying? Just, I mean, they living in a different world, bro. Like bro when you talk with, about drugs with that little, that F-bomb? Yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. The Fenty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's just crazy, especially with all this shit going around. That's why I be telling my son, dog, you don't know. Don't don't smoke something that you ain't seen or you ain't rolled up yourself because he be smoking weed now and shit. And I be telling him, bro, like, you got to be careful. You think they rolling up Fenty? No, I, I'm just saying, you never know. Motherfuckers yeah, be rolling up, like, you know what I'm saying, to get motherfuckers hooked. Man, what is going on in this world, bro? bro. Like, I don't understand the mindset of motherfuckers being like, I'm going to just cut my stuff with the Fenty. Yeah. Like, where are they getting this? Y'all just going to the government and being like, hey, give me some of that. Hey, it goes back to that whole Charles Manson fucking 19, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, look, man. The government, are, just they, like the whole cocaine cowboy fucking era. You got to think about that. Like, government CIA fucking bringing planes of this shit over into the Bay Area, too. Yeah. Bay Area was heavy in that shit in the burn, burn, born, born rays of uh, oh, you ain't gotta tell the me, birth bro. of crack. It's still, <laughs> hey, it's still heavy out there. That's like, what I'm saying. I was... I was tweaking out because at one point, I don't want to like put nobody's business out there, but like getting a gram of cocaine was like cheaper than getting a gram of dabs. So I was like, what is going on here? You 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 in the dabs heavy? Speaking of bringing up dabs, oh, I, I love dabs. I meant to bring that iSpire thing with me, bro, but I forgot it on a oh, couch. You're you're good. You're good because I I mean uh, I just got I just fucking did a couple dabs. I'm not I'm not real. I like flower dog. You know what I'm saying? Same. Old school. Same. Keep it just keep it simple. Same. I, I all these extra one. shit, all this, uh, man, fucking some edibles. Be, up now. Some edibles be fucking me up, boy. Be high as fuck. A lot of edibles be fucking me up, but I don't really fuck with edibles like that because it's like a weird, different high that I can't really control, and it, yeah, it yeah. throw me for a loop and make me sleepy. And then I already got it down packed with this weed shit. I can smoke and smoke and smoke, you know, and, and feel great. Whereas, like, when it comes to, oh, thank you. When it comes to uh, edibles, it'd be like damn near 
couple and done. You know, you can't really go back on them. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, because you fucking, next thing you know, you're going to be fucking slapped. You know what I'm saying? Fucking also, I've experienced, like, smoking too much weed or, like, taking too many dabs and, like, taking some CBD and, like, bringing it right back into focus. Like, coming a little bit down and, you know, evening out. Like, man, feeling, like, maybe too anxious or just too high. Yeah, yeah. CBD kind of mellowing me out. Where like with edibles, that don't happen. It's sleep time, bro. Like I'll be so it edibles are so <laughs> heavy. Fucking you're going to sleep, dog. Edibles yeah. are so heavy, bro. There's like, nothing you can do. Nothing. And plus you don't even know how many milligrams are in those motherfuckers either, though. I feel like a lot of times you don't really know how much that many milligrams is gonna affect you. I didn't have like ten milligrams and really do shit, and then I didn't have like ten milligrams. It felt like fuck. He ate a hundred. You feel me? <laughs> weird. Like I don't know, and maybe not even a hundred. Just felt like maybe I took my little twenty, thirty gram, you know, regular dose type shit, like off a of ten milligram. Like and it just depend what it is. Like hash rods and gummies, them hit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, a chocolate maybe, but other stuff might not. Do the same thing because it's probably made with distillate or some bullshit. Shit, one time, bro, one of my homeboys from Michigan, he made something out of rat, like rasin, like the whole fucking. It was like a whole oh, thick, a yeah, like a whole. It was thick, dog. It was like almost like, I don't know what if it was a fucking shatter or whatever the fuck, but it was like a, a syrup, like a heavy, mm-hmm. fucking color syrup, like a clear. But he, he mixed it in the fucking. Rice Krispie treats, and boy, would I tell you these motherfuckers, damn. You couldn't eat a whole bar, bro. Damn. You you eat like a, a, a you take one bite and that's all you can enjoy. But you end up fucking eating a whole bar because it tastes so damn good. You know what I'm saying? I hate those type of edibles. <laughs> and the next thing there you know, was you're one fu- edible from Kiva that I really enjoyed because they actually knew like they gonna eat the whole thing. Let's just make it like that. It was called the Munchies Bar, and it had like I don't know, like it had all type of good shit in it. But like it was only ten milligrams for the whole bar, <laughs> like. Bro, and these motherfuckers are smackers, and we're, you know what I'm saying? Getting, um, motherfucker, everybody loved them. Everybody loved them. Man. I need to get some more of those motherfuckers made, though. No, for real. Hell yeah, because I'm telling you, you eat the motherfucker. I, I, I don't like edibles that's like that, man. It's too bro, good, yeah. bro. That shit and then you wake up. Bro. And then you wake up. You're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I'll be waking up still, like, high and shit, bro. Irritated as hell. Like, I'm still high off of this. Like, ah. Uh. <laughs> you wake up still sleepy. <laughs> So how's the fucking uh, industry out here in, in, in Chicago, man? Like, as from the, from the difference from being the Bay Area and Chicago. Man, it's way more, like, haters out here. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth, dog. No, it is, but at the same time, like, it's it's cool out here, but we ain't got no flavor, bro. It's whack out here, bro. It's yeah, all corporatized. Bro, it's super corporatized, bro. Ain't no real flavor, you feel me? If you try to kick some flavor, people really do try to kind of hate on you and kind of throw shade. And because you got a bigger movement too, dog. Like, man, you know bro, saying? and you be really getting eyes on you just from being you living type shit. Yeah, dog. So that's how, that, like, the industry in Chicago, crazy, man. Like, Super weird. And I, I feel you on that Whereas, shit. Whereas, like, I, it's a lot of love and, like, building people up out in the Bay. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, bro. Like, I got nothing but love in California. You know what I'm saying? Once I told them who I was and what I was doing and shit, I was like, fuck it, because we were supposed to go out there like heavy. 
And then everybody just backed out because they had like personal reasons and shit like that going on, like last minute. So it was oh, all yeah, good. It'd be so like, I was it'd like, be like that, I'd be like, fuck it. I'm just going to make the best of it. So I met everybody out there. Like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, as you should. And, and then that'd be some of the best times, if I'm being honest, because the whole time you're free to do it how the you The fucking organic way. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's what I wanted to do anyway, is just fucking go straight to the beach and just kick it anyway. Exactly. Oh, let me get some of this charger from you. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, you're good. iPhone game. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what do you, what do you, let me see. What do you, uh, yeah, a couple flicks. So, yeah, we, we was talking about it before we jumped on the podcast. But, uh, what's some of the, um, like, what's some of the things you want to do, you know, in cannabis, like, as far as travels and things? Shit, travels? Shit, dog, really? Just meet interesting conversation, have interesting conversations with people, but, really? Just to see, like, I don't even care. I don't even want. I'm not looking for no value. I'm not looking for shit. I'm just having a. I'm I'm just a passing light through Man, this I'm, universe. I'm, I'm looking for everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm looking for it. I want it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, yeah. I'm I'm looking for it because whole time I really want to do this cannabis thing all around the world, bro. And just like you said, bring light and love everywhere I go. But I I want it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want everything. You feel me? Yeah, so like I feel you. Uh, you I feel like you, I could spread that shit. You get better. it, though. You yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I could spread it better, bro. Like they don't be wanting to spread it, bro. And I, I'm with that spreading the word. That's why I started the whole podcast, but not in the cannabis way, though. Like you know what I'm saying, you 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 stepped into the industry. I just did it based on just spreading the word, spreading having the love, conversation. You, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, yeah. Just learning to see how you how you got to where you're at as a creator, you know what I'm saying? As an oh, influencer yeah. and, and it all, your like journey. I said, it, it came super organic. Like when I was at Oaksterdam, I knew I wanted to show like what was going on. It was so crazy. I would do like these Oaksterdam like week one, week two, week three, like, you know what I'm saying? Every week. Yeah. And that's kind of like where it kind of all kicked off. Then I had a can of log where I would show myself going to sessions and the different grows. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some of that, yeah, yeah. You feel me? Um, And like that kind of, Borrowed into more shit, and then I won the award. I won Bud Tender of the Year in 2019 at the very first ever Bud Tender Awards at the Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. That dog, like, what do you mean Bud Tender? So, like, as far as like customer service and everything like that, and what? When I say I won Bud Tender of the Year, y'all gotta think everything, bro. It was every single aspect, bro. Like a lot of people would have write your boy off, but it was everything. You know what I'm saying? Anybody who's worked with me, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tim. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to just everybody I done worked with in the industry in general. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if you've worked around me or seen me do what I do, you know why. But customer service, you feel me? Attention to detail, you feel me? Interaction, connection, you know, all of these different things, you feel me? Not only that, but amazing recommendations. Like, I'm to the point where my recommendations hold so hard that I make recommendations to my coworkers, bro. Like, yeah. It ain't been one job where people haven't been like, you know, should I get this? Should I get that? Like, it's always that. And I, I got an eye for it. You feel me? I'm going to be judging a can- another cannabis competition coming up. Like, the whole thing is, it's, it's always been like a, more of a journey for me and like a very personal experience. Yeah, yeah. So I've, so I've built like great clientele. Not only that, but I was so involved in the industry and so many different avenues and people, you know, voting for me from all over the country yeah, yeah. They, that's it, fucking fire too it really it really helped me yeah yeah getting fucking votes from everybody from around the country and shit 
hit them up from all over the country, bro. I want to say all over the world because I really had people in like Europe voting for your boy on email type shit. So how did you how did you get like in touch with the nation like that? Did you go around and like so festivals? working at Harborside, bro? Okay, that shop was like like it's it's like a rotating door. Like a lot of shops out here would never see that type of business. I swear, I'm, I'm, I promise you. So you see all kind of motherfuckers. Yes, and we right by the airport. Oakland International Airport, so it's like fire, crazy, and it's like I'm getting all of those different people. Plus, I'm going to all of these different events, and I'm working with so many different people in the industry. I had a, uh, <coughs> I, had, I had a um, like a woman's group that I was like, you feel me, just like mentoring and helping them find the answers to different things with cannabis. I had a, a elders group that I was helping find, you know. They wait with cannabis, you feel me? The cannabis one oh one type introductory type joint. Yeah. And I just was like everywhere doing my vlogs, talking to people, just steady campaigning. Like think like like it was like a campaign for me almost. Yeah. And I really feel like I did so well in all the categories that that's why they gave me Bud Tender the year. I'm eternally grateful to the Bud Tender Awards because that really kicked everything off. Yeah, that's just super fire. Crazy. Yeah. And then ever since then it's just been like been showing up at festivals, getting invited over, or kind all of type of shit, all of that. You know what I'm saying? No Amsterdam trip yet. No, no, no Amsterdam trip yet. I was supposed to go to Spanibus, but your, your boy been lacking. You know what I'm saying? And I always said that I wanted my first trip Spanibus, overseas. Where's that at? That's in Spain. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Let's go! I just got my passport, G. See, and that's what I'm doing this year. You know what I'm saying? Everybody heard it here. You feel me? I've been playing, but I'm getting my passport this year, and next year I'm going to Japan. I just got that shit. I'm going to Japan. So I'll go like, with you. So anybody who want to go to Japan, we going 2024. Can you, smoke, can you smoke session in Japan? Um, no, but you already know anywhere I go, I'm going to make a way. Yeah, yeah, we're going to figure it out. I got a way. I already been like planning this shit for a long, long, long time. Bro, I'm down. I, I go record that shit. Like, we'll do a whole documentary. So like that documentary type shit. I'll tell you, we're going to get sponsored from, from it. Not only that, but like, I plan to bring and cannabis. Though, I plan to bring <laughs> cannabis culture to Japan. Dog, we literally go to like and have a fucking live podcast somewhere in Japan, dog. I'm telling you, I'm gonna bring cannabis culture to Japan. And bring this whole shit, bring a little fucking table, Japanese style table, and fucking oh, yeah. set it up. Fucking get in the wardrobe and everything, G. I'm telling you. That should be crazy. And that's just one place. Hopefully. Um, so wait, 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 wait. I said Japan, but like it's been up in the air for me lately. Here, take this. Hit that, hit that. What are you talking about? Hit that while I chop this up for you. So I've always wanted to go to Japan. Everybody noticed about me. Anime, come on, a duh. Video yeah. games, a duh. You feel me? Their clean aesthetic, technology, everything. The country itself just speaks to me literally in every way, all the way from their old culture, samurai, mochi, sushi, teriyaki, the whole nine, everything. It, it talks to me, okay? Oh, shit. Yeah, it talks to me. Okay, okay. But, on the other side of that, look who just legalized cannabis, Thailand. And I just found out about this place. It's really called Phuket. Yeah. But it's spelled like fuck it in my life. And I just like saying that. It's, spelled, it's spelled like fuck it? Yeah, it's like P-H-U-K-E-T. No shit. Swear to God. <laughs> you want to go check that place out? Because Thailand just got weed legalized. So it, it's beautiful. It's lit over there. Like a new cannabis culture, we'll be able to make a lot of, you know, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, a lot of connections and vibes and just, you know what I'm saying? The whole nine. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about somewhere where you could do the do what we doing right now. That's it. 
that is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I don't know. Damn, that'd be dope to go to Thailand, too. I, I do want to go set up and do something in Amsterdam, though. I kind of want to reach out to a cafe there and do something. There. I definitely think you should, because Amsterdam is another place that's on the radar, along with Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. Like, those is already pium, pium, pium. Them, them been on the radar. It's just Japan is always... You know, on my, Dog, on my like, radar, just for the simple, the fashion, just everything, bro. You can literally make your whole character a fucking uh, anime. That's what I'm saying. And you know who can help me do that? Them. Yeah. No, for real. Like, easy. Bro, like some sick-ass Japanese artist will probably draw that shit up in a day. Crazy. In a day, be like, come back tomorrow, I got you. You know what I'm saying? He'll just be like, come on, I got you. And now, you probably got some motherfucker on Fiverr to do that shit. No, for real. I, I don't want to do that. I would want to go to Jap Japan and get yeah, that'd be uh, fire though. Get an authentic Japanese artist to make me an anime, and then get like a famous anime fucking uh, voice, so that way he can uh, do your voiceover. Doing my own voiceover so I can make myself a famous right. anime voice. Uh, do your uh, no, I'm talking about be your villain. I'm the villain. Oh, I'm saying the dude, whoever you fight to, bring like the top fucking anime voice in. Okay, like Goku voice or something. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, somebody to play the the other voice. I see what you're who, saying. Who your ever your nemesis is gonna be? But we were just talking about being both. Oh, simultaneously being you two That's different what I'm egos. Saying. That's what I'm saying. Personalities. Yeah, I can be him and him, both. But I see what you're saying. I probably would do that. I'll probably bring somebody just, in. Just so there's a marketing perspective. You know what I'm saying? Just so bring he, somebody else in. It's like somebody that's known in Japan. On my life. And you just be like, they'll be like, who the fuck is this dude? You know what I'm saying? It just opens up culture barriers being broken down, man. Man. Too crazy. So, like, the, I've been to a couple, like I like I told you before, I just got started getting into that weed industry and shit. Like, oh, wait, one more place. When I was just talking about travel. I ain't mean to cut you off. Yeah, you're good. Have you been to Hawaii? Nope. But, um, I was born in Berlin, Germany. I was trying to get back there, though. Whoa. Yeah. I'm I'm with it. Yeah. We're listening to in fucking Bangladesh. Bangladesh? Fucking India? Uh, Singapore. Okay. Funny thing, funny thing about the downloads in Singapore, I got like over 200 downloads, right? And I told this shit to my cousin, dog. And I said That's this shit on all the podcasts, too. It was kind of funky. But I, I'm just looking at it as a comedy perspective. And plus, uh, like, I got, like, a weed podcast. So, you know what I'm saying? Plus, I got, I got 200 downloads in Singapore. That's crazy. So, like, I showed that shit to my cousin. He's the one that's going to be doing the filming for me. Um, and he was, like, a week later, he sends me, like, an article. See, like, okay, me, you, him, cannabis tourism. Yeah. Let's just hit the road. Yeah, just hit Europe, a whole world trip. That's what I'm saying. Whole world trip. So you know I'm finna host this like big ass festival in Republic, Michigan, like in August. For real? Yes. <sighs> Summer's in smoke out. Send me crazy. flyer for that. I'm sending it to you right now. It's yeah. Crazy. What's crazy about it is like, man, summer's in smoke out. Well, see if I see if I even can fucking just come set up. Who I can mean, I talk to for that? I mean, look, I'm finna send it to you right now. You get straight to it. Let them know I'm going to tap in with whoever it is. But, like, it's in Republic, Michigan. It's a music and arts festival. It's going to be camping. You feel me? It's going to be on a disc golf course. I'm going to be playing disc golf. But why I want to host it is because my boys over there at Elevated Exotics, shout out to Steely Neal, they got that fire. And then Azizi Gibson, 
probably one of my low-key favorite artists. He kind of dope. I ain't going to lie. If y'all know him, y'all know him. If you don't, it's all good. He cold. Man, he actually going to be performing. So, you know, it's, it's, it looks like it's going to be a good time. And it's definitely one of those ones where it's like it give me a chance to get out there and see, like, what's what's out there. Well, give it a shout-out one more time, dog. Where is it going to be? It's going to be in Republic, Michigan, bro. It's called Summer's Ian Smokeout. Catch that on your IG? Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to be plugging away at it. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Tap in. Tap, tap in. I'm going to tap in, too. Yeah, tap all the way in. Because the whole time, like, I don't know. We we thinking about grabbing an RV and going up there type shit. Like. Because I'll run, we'll, we can run like a, like, I'll run a Splinter van or some shit. I'll, we'll figure it out. No, nah, if you want to rent some shit, we rent an RV. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll go in. Stop playing. Yeah, we'll run an RV. Stop playing. I play that's the fucking code. Winnebago shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, I'm trying to think who got one. My homeboy got a camper for sale for like three G's too. Well, you needed like a fifth wheel. He just told me this shit at work, and it's an old school one too, man. like a '97. Three G's, y'all. It's like a it's like a '90 90, 90, I think it is. It's old school. You could tell you, but you could gut that bitch. I, I'll fucking. I can redo that bit. See what I'm saying? Yeah, let me know. Because I really seriously, that'd be cold. We just need a fifth wheel, though. We need a truck with a, like a. Because that's the type of shit you want to pull up to events in. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's literally got a fucking. You could down there literally have a podcast in that bitch. Not even on the outside. Wherever we are, I would like to do it on like a table outside. Everywhere we I did, We did it on Venice Beach. I got a couple I got coming out on Venice Beach. I was just vibing in Venice Beach. I had my mic with me. I had my phone. I used my iPhone record so now i gotta go home and the iphone do everything i ain't gonna lie to you man that's all you need dog i I do video on that shit now man i do everything on my iphone it's so it's so fucking clean but i'm finna grab this crazy dope device called the asus rogue ally that's basically like a mini pc a mini gaming pc oh shit and i'm gonna just do all my my computing stuff on there like i'm gonna have all my windows office shit on there doing a little shit like that doing a lot of editing on there (laughs) and gaming like a crazy person on there so getting in that fucking software, computer and shit, bro. What do you think about this AI shit? Like as far as like, like it and hate it, because I love technology and I always imagine like, man, what if, what if you could do this and that? Like, you know what I'm saying? What if this? Is, like, I always was like that kid, but like now it's like, it's getting too intrusive. You feel me? It's getting a little scary. Yeah, yeah. It's getting a little weird. That's what I was watching a documentary before you came in, man. It was a, it was about a. Uh, engineer that worked for Google, and he was just talking about how far it's worked. Like, if it gets further in advance, it's gonna be like fucking super too late. It's almost it's it's almost there type shit. You know, it's what I'm basically saying? almost there, but it's so cool right now, bro. Yeah, like, like everybody's on it. Everybody's just helping the situation. Like, right? just look at your setup right now. Like, <laughs> look, look where we at. Bro. Yeah, I know. Like, it's dope as hell, man. So, but. Them becoming the subconscious is what the problem is. If they start understanding, like true, but at the same time, human like, history. You gotta imagine that that's where we was going, the whole time, bro. It's just like a, it's it's you know you know there there's a race going on for quantum computing. Hey man, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm here for a lot of it. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. So uh, for a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. And as far as like moving AI with like. <coughs> Fucking uh, the <coughs> graphics and 
like the videos and every how every it's just so like bro you can do everything like you said on your phone now you can't beat what a human can do yeah but this is an added tool what don't you think creativity would be like it'll slowly diminish no creativity is more because you got to go harder than an ai like you can't make your shit look like no ai yeah but everybody would just be transitioned to ai programming to doing the work for them nah it's still gonna be creatives that's doing creative shit, and that's what the AI gonna still like. As a man, man will always be faster than the machine, in my opinion. We're gonna always like find a way to outsmart it type shit. So it's like, in my opinion, like right now, what I'm saying with that is like, okay, artists will make art look even doper and different because of the AI. That's one of my opinions. I also believe, like most people, that this shit kill creativity. Yeah. However, a little bit in me wants to believe, like, man, people are so creative that the AI stuff will just end up being like, oh, that's AI stuff. This is a real new artist. like, And you'll be able to super tell. People will be so creative that it'll be, like, so distinctive. You won't be able to ever mistake it for AI. And then it'll keep advancing. So AI will try to copy that, and then people yeah, will yeah. keep it. Keep. I'm telling you, with creativity, there's no end. And with people... Like people will be will be able to tell what's the AI and what's the authentic, and there will always be people that will like be drawn to the authentic. That will like run to the authentic. That will like, you know, what I'm saying, do anything for it. Yeah, I think this is probably be like the ultimate fucking doom. That's like the argument of like digital and physical art. Both. They well, both I mean, need it's to illustrated. Exist. One, I mean, one one's created, but. I mean, if an AI creates it, it's kind of like an AI art. It's kind of illustrated by humans. Again, that's the difference, like physical and digital art. Like, well, would it be more? You, do you think it? Do you think? As, uh, as, do you think an AI will ever be able to do graffiti on a building? Which is, in my opinion, some of the most beautiful art. If, there, if, there, if there's a uh, robotics involved, then yeah. Negative. If if it's some fucking robot like. Negative. To have a dream, it'd be like fucking Ivan. The what imperfection I? is the perfection of graffiti. If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Street art is like its own realm. Yeah, I know. It can never be mimicked by AI. It can never, but it can it can duplicate. It could try, but it'll never be that. That's what but I'm saying. Just, People yeah, will always seek the authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it comes from inspiration. <laughs> I don't know. Part of me thinks it's going to kill creativity. Part of me thinks like... Certain art will always be that. Yeah, yeah. And there'll always be people that want that. Like somebody who painted on a canvas and an AI will not be able to mimic this art piece. Yeah, yeah. It could try, but it's going to look like some AI spit it out because they could only do certain things. You see what I'm saying? And yeah, it can yeah, evolve yeah. and it could get better with what it sees and knows more, but like only until it sees that. You see what I'm saying? The person can already have that. Yeah. Not only that, but we can see what the AI did. So, like the quantum computing, when it gets to that point, they say that uh, all the data and, and that we collected over the computer age. Now, now that's now that what you talking about. That's that fucking singularity shit. You getting close <laughs> to Mike? That's what I'm scared. That's of. that's what I'm saying. Once it's to that, bro, people like everybody. What are you gonna do? Where is it gonna be a job? Where is anybody gonna do anything? Oh, you're not. An AI lawyer gonna defend you? 
a fucking AI judge gonna hear you out. AI like it's gonna like where is it gonna end? Yeah. AI bankers. That's that's where, where they're trying to get to. And I, feel, an, I feel I feel AI that. house real estate people, like it's gonna be like y'all just gonna eliminate everything, like type shit. It's just gonna be crazy. Boom. The big bang. You know. All over. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> it's how you end up in a matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When people keep letting this technology take over. And it really was weird because it didn't be like this at first. It was like a no technology, kind of like, it was kind of simple, I yeah. feel like. And then, bam. Everything just exploded, bro. Shit kept getting smaller, drones. Here, they, like, there's been an explosion of technology over the last, like, 10, 20 years, bro. Like, but, you gotta, you, but you got to think, you know, you got to know like, the U.S. government probably had fucking technology far advanced back in the 50s, though. Man, they got some shit, bro. And now the they time, got what I want to They got flies that they, fucking. Pss. I don't even think it's that, bro. We were talking about LSD. Yeah, yeah. Remember, I was telling you about that bus that went around. That yeah, was in yeah. Silicon Valley. All of them, motherfuckers. Think about how, like, inspired by acid all that tech is. The truth, bro, the inspiration. I'm, the I'm, I'm trying to tell you, it's crazy, bro. Think about it. And that's where yeah. the tech. Like you ever seen? You ever seen Tron? Yeah. Like when it opens up and it starts building the fucking walls with the lasers yeah. and shit, and shit like that. Yeah, it's heavy. Take a bite. Just to get to see everything like a program. You know what I'm saying? Run like a program, and like how it fucking microchips built circuits. You know what I'm saying? Man, <laughs> speaking of microchips, what do you think about them getting rid of, like, money? Cards and cash and everybody going to be chipped. Yeah, that's going to be uh, pretty crazy, man. That's going to be some shit. We're going we're gonna to see how that's going to plan out because it's I, already happening. I'm trying to it's tell it's you. already going to launch. Yeah, I heard it. I'm already aware of all this shit, too. Crazy. And it's going to be like uh, everything's going to be like total controlled democracy. You know what I'm saying? Everything. And once this happens, then you're literally like China. Man, look. Once that happens, it's not going to be no, no, and everybody, no peace for anybody. And everybody's so oblivious to what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just speaking. Like, bro, let's look at our world leaders for fucking Christ's sake. Like, look, look at our fucking our leader. You know what I'm saying? So-called leader. Whatever the fuck, bro. Like, bro, old as hell, bro. And, 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 and you you Man, it's just crazy right now in the world. It's just some real spiritual shit going game. You know what I'm saying? Just it's real. I'm just saying once they get rid of all currencies, bro, and you you just work with your microchips, say, bro, that's when you know it's some shit, bro. Yeah. Cause that's what they want to do. Yeah, they want total control. They want to put us on that uh, account system. Like, like what do you do. think about Bitcoin, bro? What about it? Like, what do you think about it? Like, as a currency. What do you think of it? I think that's all part of the plan, too, though. Man. Honestly, it got you transitioned to already the Bitcoin people. You know what I'm saying? It, there's already billions of dollars invested into it. I just and, think, like, all of it really end up being, I don't know. It's, but, there, bro, there's pra- something to it. But there's what is money, something. though, bro? Just think about that. What is currency in general? Currency is time. Is it? Yeah, the time that you spend. I don't on think this that planet and how, how you influence your time with others. I don't, 
think that's necessarily true because some things don't currency necessarily doesn't come come that way for for certain people. Yeah. So what's currency to you? Um, it's like what what you hold value what you hold to be valuable. Yeah, your skill level. Like, what do you do? You know. Yeah. It's just whatever you hold to be valuable. Like some people don't spend a lot. Like some people spend eight hours a day. That's how they get paid. Some people go to a photo shoot, take five photos, get what that person made in two weeks. Yeah. In that day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like it's whatever you feel is valuable. Not only that, but like some people don't even pay money to pay for things. They use like other things. Bargain, yeah. Like currency, like whatever you feel is valuable, bro. It's like whatever they put value in. Yeah, whatever you consider value. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that would be going back to uh, like I'll do this and you could do this for me. You know that's, what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? I feel like that's still the way the world. Tell <clears throat> you. And uh, but if you if you if you take away the money aspect, people will lose their fucking minds. Because um, people are just gonna be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Like, imagine everybody's just. Nah, people would still barter. People would still trade. If it wasn't money, it'd just be something else. Just think about all the WalMarts already now that got cash there, uh, no, no cashiers. Like you got to think how money even happened. Like gold is what was backing it, so it was like obviously that was like the thing before money type shit. Yeah, but it's no longer backing it. No longer oil either because of the shit that's going on with the brick nations. And oh, shit you don't like have that. to tell me, bro. <laughs> that's some that's some shit for a whole nother day. <laughs> Feel me? It ain't been no gold up in that Fort Knox since the 70s, man. Oh, man, that shit been gone since they abolished it. So the whole time, like, how are we, but, how is our money still so valuable? I'm but, just, you want me to tell you how? But that's what I'm saying. And it's crazy as hell that us as consumers every year spend all this money on, on, on bullshit. Just think about it. That's because that's what we're trained to, to do. do. 100%. If we don't. They get on the news and guilt trip us about our failing economy and how we not spending money, money enough money. Yep. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? Hell yeah. And we'll feel it like a motherfucker because like everybody's watching the news, so the store owners feeling it like, hey, yeah, people aren't spending money with me, and then we feeling it because they feeling like it, it go it go in a circle, man. It go in a straight circle. Bro, you just roll a backward joint. I roll everything backwards. I do I do everything like my own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never seen nobody roll a joint like that. My favorite way to do it. I can do it the other way. I just always choose this way. It always works out. Yeah, that was that was fucking cool to watch. I never seen nobody roll a joint like that. I was like, yo, what is he doing? Fire dog, Nino Nino Lafleur on here is motherfucking coming through. Come on, man. Yeah, you know, doing things my own way, bro. Yeah, that's fire, dog. That's crazy that that they had a whole fucking university out there in California, dog. Not not crazy, but at the same time, just treat like giving people the opportunity to work in the weed industry. Like, I feel like the university just gave you the opportunity to learn about cannabis because so many people came from all over the world to go to Oaksdale University and then like went back to their perspective, like countries and, and sectors of the world type shit. Yeah. But like I wanted to like go there, and then I thought like there was career placement. Like in my mind, that's what it was, and like there wasn't that. And so like, like going back to Miss Angela White, like she ended up going to Amsterdam after you feel me. I went to 
the San Francisco Success Center, super, super animated about it. You got to go. You got to do this. I got to make the link. Yeah. And then, bam, from there, you know, the San Francisco Success Center was accessible to the school. So people was automatically, bam, as soon as you get out, you got this place to go to. But it wouldn't have existed if I wasn't at First Fridays and met Olivia and went to the San Francisco Success Center with my whole class type shit, you know? So you do all the, like, back back paperwork and everything, like talking to everybody at, like, as far as festivals and invites and all that like that? Yeah, I do everything myself, damn near, man. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. I, I wish I had, like, more help, like, whole time. I wish it was something that existed, like, for influencers, like, hey, this is influencer management, but. I ain't got that. Yeah, that's so crazy, too, because there's so many talented people in Chicago, dog, as far as, like, but it seems like everybody just wants to be on their own way if they don't even want to, because I'd be, I be happy. I mean, I tried, bro. I tried to unite everybody before. Yeah. You know, it just don't work out like that. Like, in Cali, I was able to do it. You feel me? It's, it's easier said than done, but it's always going to be, you know, different personalities that want to collide and, you know, outside people that interfere with yeah, what's yeah. going on type shit, so. It'd be like that, bro. It's always haters everywhere, for sure. Oh, shit, man. We got to roll that bitch pretty tight. No, this is good. Beginning of all this shit, man, I didn't even think it was gonna be to where we're at today. Like I, I just fucking put out shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's like like marketing, how do you put out content? Like how, how often do you put up fucking visuals and shit like that, man? Or pictures or shit like that. Man, it's somebody who would probably tell me I should have some type of schedule and do some type of nah. More? It's all like based on vibrations, how I feel. Yeah. What's going on, you know. Cause sometimes I'll be like, man, I need to step back from technology. Like we were just talking about and I just need to live. On um, on fucking connect, right? Unplug a little bit. Man, I just went, I just Sometimes went. when I do that, that's how I get more creative. A lot of people don't even know that. Yeah, man, I went I went on this nature trip for the uh, Memorial Day. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, we were out there for in the lodge in like Amish country. It was no Wi-Fi, no TV, no nothing. And we had a bunch <laughs> of board games outside, like fucking <laughs> bent bags. A frisbee game, <laughs> croquet, you know what I'm saying? Some shit we could play. That sounds fun as hell. So we were just out there for four days, or, or four days, man, just chilling. You know what I'm but look, at the same time, a lot of times, even if I'm not doing that, I might just play video games, bro. Like recently, I was playing Zelda Breath of the Wild, trying to get ready so I can get um, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom for Switch. Zelda's got a new game coming out? It already out. No shit. It's good as hell. It's like old school. I was telling my son this shit the other day about adventure games, bro. They don't have adventure games anymore. It's all about this battle royale shit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, bro. So, to me, adventure games evolved into open world RPG. They don't say adventure, but they're like what Zelda was in the beginning, like Ocarina of Time, or, Majora's or, Mask. Those, those for the 64, those were like the beginning of what open world games are now. And with an open world RPG, you just have so much creativity at your disposal. You can do whatever. And that's kind of like how the new Zelda is. You kind of come out the cave and you just- Start doing shit. Free to do whatever. Even in some of the videos, they tell you to just kind of explore and figure it out. Figure it out, what the fuck is up? 
That's the best part, though. But, you know what I'm saying? But the new one, there's even more. So it's like bigger every, world, right? A bigger world, and everything connects. So like, instead of you picking up cool weapons, you might pick up like a stick and connect it to like a rock. Yeah, to build something. And like hit them with that. It's crazy. Like it's Bro, all type of shit. There was an old video game called Dark Cloud. I don't know if you're ever familiar with that shit. I am. And that was like my fucking game growing up, dog. I was, uh, my, my, I was remember building the fucking. I never got to beat it because every time I got to the part where I was building this fucking machine to get to the like space, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It was like in level fucking eleven or some shit. But anyways, this game going through out it called Starfield. You making me think of, and that shit gonna be crazy. Starfield. Yes, it's gonna be crazy. What is it about? Like, basically, I don't even know how to explain it. If you ain't play Skyrim or Fallout 4, because I'm, I'm explaining to you now the concept of open world RPGs, which is some super dope shit you would definitely fuck with. But like, I feel like anytime I get like older gamers back into gaming, that's what it is. Because it's our own experience. You ain't got to be online. You ain't got to do this. Everybody, 100 man enter, one man yeah, 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 yeah. You, you just like your own adventure, doing your own thing at your own pace. And it's like, you feel me? It's super freeing. I ain't gonna lie. Like right now, I'm playing this game called Dying Light, and it's a like, it's a a, a first person zombie parkour game. It's crazy. What? Yes. Dark Light. Dying Light. Dying Light. Yes. It's like about this dude named Kyle Crane. He from Chicago. Dying Light Two. No, nah, number one. I'm playing number one. Number two is kind of lame. This shit right here. It's like a free world shit. Is this kind of like a yeah, it's like a Left for Dead type shit, or yeah, it is kind of like for Left for Dead for shit. Cause like it's some of the people who created Left for Dead came to make this, but it's better. Cause of like the the parkour aspect of it, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I'll be running around that motherfucker just like that. Just beating shit up. Hell yeah. Now this is just a free world too, though, right? Yeah, it was crazy dope though, and it's like just you. Like you could play single player or you could play like co-op online, but like I don't even be playing with nobody, bro. You know me, I'm I'm in this shit myself. Yeah, yeah. Bro, and I'm playing, I, and I just uh, got it on the port for the Switch, so like I'll be taking the Switch with me, and you know, still playing it. It's cold. My son be into this game, Russ. Now you seen Russ? You played Russ? I see Russ. I've seen it, bro. I don't like the gameplay. It's like old school fucking. It's weird like, as hell. It, it feels like you're playing. But, hey, Russ is better on like PC, and that's like some old back in the day. Like that's what my son says too. It was better on PC and it was like better back in the day when they first came out. But like, man, it's this what I'm playing right now, and I really just want to play Starfield. And I and I still haven't beat uh, Breath of the Wild. By the way, y'all, that's the only reason I ain't grabbed Tears of the Kingdom. Breath of the Wild. What was your best video game growing up? My best video game growing up was probably uh, bro, Grand Theft Auto, bro. Want me to a lot of these people? GTA. GTA. I stole GTA 3 out of my homie backpack at school for the PlayStation 2. Went home and played it like for a week straight and gave yeah, it back GTA, to GTA, ever since I got introduced to that shit in, in like fucking high school. GTA 3 was the one that like took off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first one. Like the first ones were yes, here. the fucking Sky Mode, dog. Like, you know what I'm Those was cool. And then 3. 3 was the one where the you got fucking you free could, round. Yup. Yeah. That shit. 
Changed everything, bro. They got another one coming out supposedly next year, right? Six, but I ain't gonna hold my breath, bro. Five been holding it down for so long, it's crazy. Yeah, I yeah, know. They got so much shit going on. What you say with the other one was Sky what? Wait, which one? Skyrim or I mean, all of that shit. All of it. Skyrim probably one of the greatest games I ever played in my I life, too. Play, I never got into Skyrim. Bro, that shit cold, bro. Never even played it. it. It took me a while to figure out how to play it. But once I did, it was like, all oh, this shit, bro. Is it like fucking like... I don't know. It's like... Like man. teams and shit like that? Nah. Like single sorcery play. and war. Single, yeah. yeah. So single player... You get to choose like a motherfucking character and shit? Yes. Single player... RPG, so you make your characters different, like races. You know what I'm saying? You start out uh, just a prisoner. You know what I'm saying? Dragon attack. You escape, and you just got to make your story from there. You go on different quests, and you, you just build your character up. Yep. Some grind, you grind up getting gold different ways, and you can just you just got to figure it out. Like one of my first times playing that shit, I chopped wood for hella long just to get gold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause you gotta build the axe and the pickaxe and all that shit. All type of shit. No, nah, you ain't gotta build a pickaxe and all that shit, but like you gotta get gold to buy armor to get, you know what I'm saying? Oh, to do shit. better quests and all types of stuff. And you can get a house and you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's crazy dope. Can you imagine being fucking born these days, bro? Like back in the Renaissance days and shit? Bro, I couldn't imagine. Like fucking, like motherfuckers just come kill you for no reason. And bro. then with this shit, you like a, like you could be different races. So you like a, a snake man or like a, a orc or, you know what I'm saying? Like just, some crazy ass. It's it just crazy. The game's dope as hell. You got some fucking Marlins or as some matter shit. Matter of fact, the same people that made this are the ones who made the game. I'll keep talking about Starfield, bro. That shit gonna be crazy. But it's in space. So imagine like first they did the, you know what I'm saying? The fantasy, the old, you know what I'm saying? Medieval fantasy shit. Then they did one Fallout, which is an apocalypse. Fallout of Apocalypse shit, right? Yeah, yeah. After, Fallout, I, did, after, I, did, I did. I played Fallout. You played Fallout? Yeah, yeah, yeah I played which, Fallout. Wait, which one? One and two. Okay, you need to play four. Four going. F four? Honestly, you need to play. Like, if you play one and two, you should play New Vegas. You should go to New Vegas, and then you should play four. You should play four is my favorite one. Bro. I came right in at four. Yeah, I haven't really played. You know it was my shit, too? Fucking, uh. But, bro, it's the same people that made both of these is the ones who making this game Starfield, and it come out later on basically this year. It's going to be crazy, bro. No shit. What was that fucking game, Bio, uh, where, where you're underwater? Bioshock. Bioshock. I played all three of those. Yeah, that shit cool. I'm, I've been trying to see, like, if I could catch that, that shit. That was kind of like more of a Doom vibe type shit. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like a Doom play. I've been thinking of uh, picking those back up just to play on the Switch. And you know what else games I never played, but, like, I'm like, well, I'm going to get these and play them on the Switch. Is, um... Cause I got the Switch in a in a PlayStation Five. Yeah, I got Xbox. Yeah, I'm, and I need that's why I'm, that's why I'm trying to get like this little mini PC or or get the Xbox or something so I can play Starfield because it's a uh, it's an exclusive for y'all. Yeah, I've been real big on sports games lately, lately though, mostly. Like what? Uh, Madden, fucking baseball, soccer. Man, man, I've been meaning to pick up MLB because I've been playing 2K because it's like the finals and playoffs and shit right now. So, you know. Who you got? Who you got, man? You think fucking uh, Denver, Denver finna go crazy, Joker? Think so? Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I like the underdog, Jimmy Buckets, man. man. Jimmy Buckets, he tired, bro. Man, don't worry, he young. He's tired. He a cowboy, dog. He got all the energy. No, he's too. He too tired. He's gonna shock the world. It's crazy, like Jamal what, what Murray a, and imagine, like Jokic are like crazy, bro. Like, can you imagine? They like Shaq and Kobe, bro, can and you, they know they like Shaq and Kobe. Can you imagine if they shut him down? Hey, but like, could you imagine? Is it gonna be the biggest? Could you imagine history? if Denver repeat? Cause that's what it looked like. Like Denver's a re are they won last year? They went. They damn near went last year. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, they win this year. They really, like, uh, people not paying attention to them boys. They really been going crazy in the last, like, three, four years. Yeah. They done been to the playoffs, like, every year, damn near. Bro, it's been a while before I heard of Denver, like, in, in anything. So, it's like, I mean, the only reason why I heard Denver last time I heard Denver was, like, Carmelo Anthony being Jokic won MVP being there. Before, before this. He really was supposed to win it again this year, bro. But they <laughs> gave it to MB. And that was years ago, fucking Carmelo Anthony being over there. That's, That's the only saying, time I fucking bro. heard about the Denver Nuggets. What bro. you mean? They've been going crazy, like I said. You like, yeah, last year, like the last couple of years, but I'm saying the last time I heard about Because, oh, like, yeah. bro, I don't yeah, really follow base definitely. basketball. Oh, definitely. I follow but baseball before, and, like, football mostly. Before this new run they got going on, Carmelo Anthony was their best shot. Yeah, yeah, For like sure. last time they fucking had any kind of talk. You know what I'm saying? Know, it's crazy. They had Melo and AI, and they just didn't do shit. It's because, like you said, the ego and the and the motherfucker don't get along, bro. It's just a vibration. No, that's weird, bro. Like that's, that should have for sure got a ring. You follow Brother Nineteen Keys or no? No, not really. He talks real highly on vibration and uh, you know what I'm saying. And yeah, he, man, that shit is real, bro. Why do you think Phil Jackson was able to just do what he did? Do you know he was having a ass do yoga, meditation, yeah, yeah, all of these different intentional things? You feel me? And different vibrations Comrades and different team, uh, yeah. acts acts of kindness and different things to show togetherness. And man, he he built dynasties. He built great teams with his coaching style and, and his and his way of delivery. Yeah, hundred percent. The Zen Master is what they call him, bro. Getting in tune with yourself, man. Did you before we get up out of here, man? Man, how do we? Uh, we've been in this bitch for like two hours. Man, I ain't even realize it. <laughs> But uh, coming to the point of uh, understanding who you are as a person, man, like how long did it take before you like get to understanding who you are type shit? You know? Man, it took me a long ass time to just get to where I'm at and just have like a place of peace where I just felt like I was just, you know, who I am today. You know, it took a long time and it's still like a growing process. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. It, everybody go through like struggles and ups and downs, you know? Yeah, you gotta get through it, you know? Big facts and you just gotta keep building. It's yeah. kind of crazy how, like, man, I gave a thought the other day about, like, how life is, bro. Like, how, like, we're here type shit. Like, bro, where yeah. are we, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where, how, do we, how are we here? Exactly. We you just, know what I'm saying? Boom. And then the thing that I think about all the time is, like, people will try and blame me for certain things. Like, everything was already here when I got here. Yeah, dog. Like, this like shit. I didn't get to, I didn't get no say on, like, a shirt or, like, a pants or socks. Like, like all of this shit already existed. Existed. Like <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Like the government, like, everything, like every fucking thing. Like they already had everything on lock when I got here. They gave me a number and told me like I'm him. So when it, when it's crazy, it came to a point where, bro, like I woke up and after taking that big ass shrooms, right? It's just like point of like understanding, like bro, like all this shit doesn't mean nothing. Nope. Everything that we do doesn't mean nothing at all. They put everything, so many, like I said, so many distractions and, like, workarounds. Like, they just put so much in your way to just keep you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. not able to find what's really going on, the truth, and just really to the center of it all, you know, which is real enjoyment. Because we really don't get enjoyment for most, like, of these things. Like, I told you, bro, like, name somebody that's like, no, I don't feel good at the beach. I don't feel good in Nate. Like, no, yeah. that's like. That's like the opposite. They're just saying, God damn, this is amazing. Everybody. Not one person really going to say that, bro. bro like, it might not be the forest for you. It might not be a mountaintop. It might not be the beach. But, like, some place like that is 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody like got something like that. Whereas like the city, like I said, it beats you down. Whereas like you get intentional vibrations from just being out there and just feeling those vibes. Telling you, vibrations are everything. You gotta go recharge, man. Man, get, get in the sun. I'm telling you, man. Hey, appreciate you coming through, bro. Ooh, you already know. We could, we, we, we could keep going and going, man. Oh man, it's your boy Nino Flair. We gonna we gonna haul, go ahead and end it. You know what I'm saying? What you got coming up, man? What you got coming up? Let's give them your uh, tags one more time. Man, at Nino Flair, N E E N O L A F L A I R. You know what I'm saying on Instagram. You know what I'm saying. I got hella shit going on. Like I said, we got some merch drops coming this year. I'm gonna be hosting some dope ass music festivals. I'm gonna be out and about. It's still gonna be like catching a rare Pokemon when you catch me. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and pick y'all some brothers broadleafs up. You feel me? And uh, yeah, they like that. Yo, appreciate you coming on, man. We're gonna take it out one more time with Killer Mike. Yeah. Love, bro, from the Cushion Coffee Podcast, man. Cushion Coffee. This is your boy Jay Banner. We out. Oh, man.